This live event will begin in a few minutes. Yeah, and it just started, actually. Thanks so much for that. <laughs> Sorry, I just flipped over. Oh, hey, I can fix that in post. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. A vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why, as in why can't I get my intro started? For those of you that are listening on the uh, on the version after the fact, yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't fix that in post. And if he didn't, great, because if he did, now you're wondering, what did I miss? <sighs> this vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why, including things like... Um, does he remember his intro at this point? No, no, not not a, not a damn bit, because there's stuff going on behind the scenes, and a good portion of it is at my own expense. Hi, good evening, everyone. I am your main host. I am known as Shoot and Dribble all over the place. You can pretty much find me everywhere under that name, S-A-U-J-I-N. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody, because <sighs> there's, there's stuff. Top left-hand corner of the bingo card, otherwise known as... Wow, it is actually uh, cold out there tonight, isn't it? Uh, Dallin, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, it's, it hasn't been too bad. I was out earlier today, and um, it was kind of interesting going from my house to, to... Going from my home to my destination, the weather got progressively worse. And then coming back, it got progressively better. This is what I can't stand about the so-called local weather. Joy right there in it. Mm. Down into the right, just a little bit in Midwest of the U.S., uh, a very sleepy uh, Bridget. Good evening to you, hon. Good evening. You, uh, you, you doing okay? I, I mean, I know you said that you're kind of tired, but, you know, you're getting me a little worried here. You, you didn't come down with nothing, right? I don't know. I've been sleeping a lot today. My husband's, like, coughing and hacking and stuff. Yeah, that can't be a good thing. No. No. Well, look at the bright side. We get to prick you up right now. Yeah. Yeah. And just outside of uh, the heat is on, otherwise known as uh, the capital of the nation, Unreno Tech. Hi, good morning. Having fun? Oh, dude, I've got my popcorn, I've got my pork rinds, and I've got my tortilla chips and hummus. I am ready to go for this. Can't oh, and, and just in case, just in case, I have a side of bacon. <laughs> that really thin slice, man, if you've only got one side, that's actually pretty impressive. Good. What about adult beverages? Do you have adequate amounts of those? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I have a bottle of vodka. I have two bottles of rum. Uh, I have uh, a couple cases of uh, hard apple cider. Uh, point, point, point of order, Your Honor. Um, I don't know that vodka is really a good choice, considering everything, but, I mean, you do you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think the symbolism is adequate. Yeah. yeah. You sound sad. Do you realize that I'm part Russian? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. The resemblance so. to Catherine the Great is uncanny. <laughs> Ouch, dude. <laughs> Somebody, my face looks like it came out of a can. It's definitely uncanny. Yeah, it's, that's perfectly fine. Somebody remind me to put the uh, Epic Rap Battles of History thing in, in the show notes so people can see what I'm talking about. Because, um, wow, Catherine the, Gate, uh, Catherine the Great in that uh, battle, uh, she wiped the floor... And if anybody wants to change my mind, you're welcome to try, but <laughs> no. 
No, it's not going to have happened. So, hi. Uh, yeah, we're we're here. All right. So, I kind of uh, I kind of made a couple of mistakes earlier. I got home later than I normally would because I was picking up stuff at Wegmans. By the way, New York City, congratulations on getting a Wegmans. Whew. Wow, a lot of uh, a lot of backed up traffic over there for that. So, you know, good on you guys over there. Uh, and I was looking over at some stuff, trying to figure out: Do I want to get this? Do I not want to get this? I saw an honest to God coffee percolator, aluminum. I'm sorry, aluminum. Uh, and uh, I was looking at it, thinking to myself: Do I really need to get? I don't really need to get this, but it's only seventeen bucks. And then I looked at the time, and it's like, oh shit, it's five after eleven. <laughs> I need to go. Oh, my car's running out of gas. Uh, I can make it home and then still make the extra five miles from home to the gas station later. So, yeah, I can I can do that tomorrow. If I go out, I might. Whatever. Anyway, I forgot to change the stream key on the streaming software, which means that my streaming thing was going out and saying, hey, you know, it's last week's show and YouTube's going, dude, what are you doing? I mean, we're waiting for you. Great. So I had that on top of it. And for those of you that are listening, you're not going to appreciate this entirely. But for those of you that are watching, you might remember I made reference to the um, maple cream Oreos last week. And I opened it up and I tried some. This is the first package. There's still another one. This is the first package. It is now empty. So it, it took a week. I'm doing good. But here's the problem. You see, I opened it up. It is empty. You see that? See how I opened mm -hmm. that up? Yeah. Um, Dallin, are you paying attention? I am. Good. Let me show you what I discovered three days after <laughs> it opens yeah. on the front. And reseals. Yep. So. Now, here's my question. You know. No. How long did it take you to go through that particular package of Oreos? It it took about five days. Now, reminding you, it was between me and the little... Which, by the way, it actually says on the bottom of the stupid thing, in orange lettering in the yellow background, uh, slit appears when opened. No shit, Sherlock. You know... Bill Engvall once said that there's signs like that are made for a reason. Yeah, I know. I so know. My, my, my biggest question at that point would be, why yes. would they have to make something so freaking obvious? Because there are people like me who should be wearing the Luigi hat right about now. Mm -hmm. Well, in any case, okay, so that package lasted you about five days. My, my thought on this whole thing is... If that, if you hadn't, if you had discovered that particular kind of opening originally, mm -hmm. how long would they have lasted? About the same. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was, there was no real challenge to getting the stuff out. It was, the challenge was getting the stupid tray back in. At <laughs> that was the problem. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> go me. Anyway, we're here. Uh, oh, sorry about that. <coughs> Excuse me. And welcome back to the time change 
again, for those of you that are kind of wondering, what am I talking about? Yes, I know. We ended up having the time change here where we fall back an hour in North America, most of North America, which then means that we go from, oh, UTC minus four to UTC minus five. So, whoopee-ding, which is part of the reason why I specifically make mention in the show promo, you know, UTC minus four, UTC minus five, uh, or I should say, you know, UTC four, UTC five, because um, North America's stupid. I don't know why. We just do it this way because that's the way to do it. And I, I, you know, whatever the hell. Nothing I like more than being able to see the Aurora Borealis at, you know, uh, five in the afternoon. (laughs) I, you know, whatever, guys. So anyway, as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. If you are looking to enjoy part of the talking time over on that side of the screen for you, I have to stop hitting my microphone. That's that's part of the problem is please remember we got everybody over there talking and thank you, Stephanie, Felis, Overnode Tech, cut it the hell out. You're pissing me off right now. Trippin', hi guys. Good to good to have you over here with me. And uh ready to do uh, Wait, ready to do all this. You're 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 typing over me in the live chat. So I'm looking at it and I'm starting to say your name and suddenly realizing, all right, that's blue text. I really don't need to well, I've already said it. Well, crap. I'm doing all good all I tonight. Said was hi. I know, I know, but you know me. I'm one of those bad Pearsons who I, I I look at this stuff and it's like, oh, cool. I need to say that name and I need to say that name. It's like a romper room thing, and it's just, oh, that's right. I don't need to say that. Well, I've already committed, so I might as well just keep going. It's not your fault. It's all me. It's not you. It's me. Boy, that phrase wasn't the story of my life. And it's uh, not me; it's you. And and for anybody that's wondering, yes, I do have my dongle back. Yes, I found my dongle nice. again. It ended up on the floor in a spot that I otherwise couldn't have seen it. And considering that it's black, yeah, that's all kinds of fun. I'm very glad that I have a flashlight around. Anyway, um, may I make a suggestion? You may. Next time you're at the, next time you're at like a Staples or something like that, go over to the section where they have the Sharpies, and there's a Sharpie that's white paint Sharpie. And um, if you have a black dongle, put a white X onto it. Uh, it helps make it easier to find if you drop. No, no, because see, it's attached to the white adapter for my phone, so that I don't have to separate these two now. So I don't have any reason to lose it anymore. I know. I know. Famous last words. I know. Yeah, what what could possibly go wrong with that idea? Okay, first off, screw you. I use it for uh, marking up my wall warts because the print is so tiny on them. So I'll find a blank space on a wall wart and write like 90 watt, 65 watt, you know, 5 volt, whatever the case might be. I don't have it right here with me at the moment, but I still have, I still have lots, and I mean lots, of printer labels from the old Seiko printers, the old Seiko oh, label I don't printers. Have one. 
yeah, well, I, I'm, I, what I'm what I'm saying is I've got lots and lots and lots and lots of these rolls that I don't have. Actually, I do have a printer, but I don't think it works anymore because it uses some kind of parallel port thing, I think, and I haven't used it in like uh, probably two decades. So whatever. So I, I use those because the the sharpies on those and then stick them together. And yeah, I, I, I know I'm being a, I'm being a tool right about now. I shut up. If there's anybody that's actually having themselves a good time right now, <laughs> thank you. Uh, anybody that isn't, I'm sorry. We'll we'll just kind of move along from here, and and we'll just do all this anyway. So, how about I get everything growing? Because something tells me that we'll probably work better once we get that all rolling. Uh, as far as to where is Joseph? Where is Joey? Uh, at the moment, I'm expecting that Joey is probably quite tired. I uh, would not put it past him that he's sleeping off whatever it is that he's got right now, which is uh, a lot of the tired. And Joseph, last I saw uh, Bridget, last I saw, I think he was still kind of like busy with his stuff at this point, right? Or did you see any different? Uh, no, he was in Burgundy last weekend uh, looking at castles and stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's doing. If he's still doing that or not. He could be, which means that he's could be looking for an evil lair. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Well, I mean, people have to have to stay somewhere, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Evil lair, why not? I'll go with that. So anyway, let me go ahead and uh, get rolling because it's going to be one of those nights. Oh God, it's going to be one of those nights. So, with uh, with five minutes on the uh, with five minutes on the clock for this evening, your five minute freestyle starts right now. Capitalism is the topic of the day. I, I've I've been thinking about this for a while, and I I try to make the five minute freestyle names single words to base get the basic idea started. And I this is one of those ones where it really isn't a good enough title. Because it really should be unchecked capitalism. If there's one thing that we've learned, capitalism, well, is a driving force theoretically for a lot of different things, including trying to figure out who should be, you know, given a, a, a free reign to sell a particular product for a certain amount of time. Uh, for instance, in the medical community, we, we have that kind of thing. You do all kinds of research in order to find a better drug, and then you can patent that drug so that you're the only one that's allowed to sell it for a while, and then other people can do that. And that gives you a leg up on the competition for a while, and you make extra money. Go you. All right, that's, that's, that's fine. Somebody makes a, a better computer processor or a, a better smart device or whatever else. That's all well and good. It drives innovation. And okay, there is there is something to be said for that. And it, it makes sense. But there's a certain small problem that's unnoticed inside of all of that. Because yes, innovation is a good thing. Because it means that we have new stuff that comes along. But the problem with that is that Capitalism also has something to do with whoever has the most money wins. And I don't necessarily mean any particular rewards, 
but they win in the lines of becoming a monopoly. And for those of you that are too young to remember, once upon a time ago, Verizon used to be, well, part of the Ma Bell group. And once upon a time, American Telephone and Telegraph, yes, that's AT&T, was the, basically the biggest monopoly for telecommunications, as far as telephones were concerned, in the United States. So much so that they were basically told, uh, yeah, you've got to, uh, you've got to break up. You're too big. You are squeezing out competition and well, um, you need to, you need to break up. And that's where the term, the baby bells came from. And that's where you ended up with, uh, AT&T, Verizon, which was actually named something else once upon a time ago, but off the top of my head, I don't remember who the hell it was. You had a bunch of these companies, and eventually they started to eat each other again. So yes, once upon a time ago, AT&T used to be whatever it was called under Verizon's banner once upon a time ago. Again, the names don't matter. Because the same thing keeps happening in other areas where companies get eaten up because one company gains so much of a foothold through whatever manner that they literally buy out a company. Once upon a time ago, there used to be a lot of other airlines. I still remember when U.S. Air and Piedmont and Republic, and several others, including TWA, used to be their own separate, and they either went out of business or they were bought. We had the same kind of things happen, man. Once upon a time ago, we had Cirrix as a processor company, and they got out, they're gone, and they got gobbled up. How many other companies are out there in various different areas? You've got all kinds of companies for all kinds of electronics, and that's what's pushing a whole bunch of different things now. And they keep adding more money and more money and more money, and they buy more companies and more companies and more companies until what's left. One. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be the house of mouse? Is it going to be Microsoft? Is it going to be Google? Maybe. When all is said and done, I would much rather have a bunch of smaller companies than one big one. For one good reason. At least you don't have a stranglehold on technology or the workers' lives. This is episode 285 on the docket, Your Honor. Change my mind. If there's one thing that comes to mind is the meme that's been going around. Guys sitting behind a table and says whatever it says. Change my mind. 
I would really like to be able to change a lot of other people's minds right about now because, well, uh, Tech asked me before we got started with the show, uh, so I guess you had yourself some interesting conversations this week. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, I keep running into the same problem over and freaking over again, and it's pissed me off to no end, which is very specifically, um, well... The political climate here in the U.S. I'm really getting sick and tired of people. It's just a tad touchy right now. A little bit. The, The problem is that I have seen people who are consistently saying, well, this whole impeachment thing, and I'm not going to go into this one in particular very far other than to say, to set the stage. The impeachment thing is BS because he's not going to be impeached. Okay, he might be impeached because it's one side of the house, but he's not going to be convicted on the other side, and he's not going to be removed because he did nothing wrong. Excuse me. Aren't you kind of setting the cart before the horse? If your point with these things... This process, this legal process, is to find out, was crime committed? If you are already saying that, before all the evidence is out, that you've already come to a conclusion, wouldn't you normally be thrown out of court as a juror if that were the case? The answer is yes. So, my thing at this point is, We've got people who just don't want to listen to facts and they don't want to be listening to all this stuff and they want to be set in their ways. Is it even worthwhile to entertain the idea of changing these people's minds or should we just lock them out because there's a lot of bad that can happen with this whole damn thing? I have run into people Hold on. where... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. I did go looking. I do not have any new information on Rafe Badawi's condition at this moment. I really wish that I did. I thought I had something new, but apparently it was back from September. So, uh, retreads of stories. So, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, four months, 27 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still hoping. Be my guest. I have run into people, consistently run into people, who, when they find out that they've gotten selected for jury duty, bitch and moan and complain about it. And all I could think to myself is, you wouldn't be bitching and moaning and complaining if you needed a jury why are you bitching and moaning because you got selected to be? Why did you get... Why are you bitching and moaning to make sure your fellow American isn't being taken advantage of? You know, you tell me you're patriotic. You tell me that you care about uh, what happens to Americans. You, you want our country to get better. And yet you take no interest in the legal system. You... 
I am convinced that they do not truly understand what it means to be on a jury. No, I'm I'm with you on this one. Uh, I've heard some I've heard some horror stories, and I can understand where there are some people who have legitimate concerns about the amount of time that they would need to invest in order to do this. There are some people that and, would not be and, able to do and it. And I will tell you this. I had, uh, I did get summoned for jury duty. Um, I think it was about a year ago. And it was occurring on a day. Now, for those who aren't familiar, <laughs> I don't have full custody of my uh, child. I have uh, 50-50 legal, but residential is, uh, I have less than half. And so I have court-ordered exchange dates. And the jury duty was to occur on a court-ordered custody exchange. So I notified the court that the me showing up for the jury duty on that date would be an inconvenience due to my custody exchange. But I also put into the note, I said, I would be willing that uh, to attend... Um, if the date gets moved, I'd still be willing to be on the jury uh, or be considered to be on the jury. Or if they need another spot filled in another jury panel that comes after, I'd be willing to take that if they need to do some sort of exchange. And they put me on hold. They not notified me, okay, wait. Then another jury thing came around and they said okay you're on this one then <laughs> the day before i was going to go show up they said it's been canceled thank you you're good so good. i mean they're willing to work with you as long as you have legitimate reasons but to just not do it because you don't feel like it that's what i encounter a lot of and we also have rights in this country we have rights to have our companies not fire us because we're on jury duty. And if a company does fire you here in the States because you're on jury duty, <laughs> that that one's fun. Yeah, I can well imagine. Um, Actually, I've seen that happen before, though. Yeah. In the yeah. state of Arkansas, if you don't work for an employer, meaning if you, if you don't work for a company that has more than 15 people in it, they can fire you for jury duty, and they will, and they have. Yeah, and let's not forget, you know, for these uh, for these states where it's at will employment, which uh, I, I think is one of the most ironic things in the world, they could just go mm -hmm. ahead and say, you know what, uh, yeah, you're you're back from jury duty, and you know everything was good, but uh, you know we we found out we really don't need you, so uh, thanks. And what are you going to do? Well, I mean, I worked with a woman who was flat out told either get out of jury duty or you no longer have a job here. She couldn't get out of jury duty and she got fired. And that's a lawsuit. Wrongful well, termination. With yeah. under 15 people working there? No, it's not. Because <laughs> no. technically you had to have 15 people to be considered an employer. If you only had eight people, you were not considered an employer. So the laws did not pertain to you. Isn't that great? That was wonderful. That was just ducky. You know, I've never, uh, I've never had to go in for jury duty. If I remember right, I had one, one time where I was, uh, 
I was uh, asked for. Um, this goes back a very, very long time at this point. Uh, back when I was, before I lived here, when I was still living out uh, just, just outside of the Buffalo line. Um, and it turned out that uh, my number, so to speak, just didn't come up. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this all back into the, uh, into the main topic in a, in a couple moments. Uh, Dallin, I don't think we've ever asked you, uh, if, if there is something similar for you up there where, uh, members of the public are requested and, and I can use that in, in quotes for a second, uh, requested their presence to be part of a jury trial for, you know, for, for laws, suits and criminal cases and such. It actually happened to my ex-wife. Oh, so, so yeah, we do have the same, we have a very similar procedure to what you have. Um, you are selected, you are expected to appear, you are interviewed. Um, and then if you're selected, obviously you go through all of the sequestering and stuff like that. Um, in her case, she went for the interview, but it turns out they already had, they, they had uh, a surplus of qualified jurors. So like they were looking for 12. I think they had like 16. Good. So she was one of the four that was cut afterwards. So, um, but, but yeah, no, we do have a very similar procedure up here for that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. The reason why I was okay with kind of going through with talking about this, it doesn't seem like it, you know, works with the, with the topic at large is that with trials, and it doesn't necessarily matter if it's a, a civil or a criminal trial, you still have the same, you still have the same procedure in place. You need to show, you need to establish that what you think is the way that events have played out that you can actually show, as I've said on many, many occasion before, you can show that one domino hits the next domino, hits the next domino, hits the next domino in logical fashion to show that this begat that begat that begat that forgive me for those of you that have been reading through the Bible. I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and you get to the final conclusion and say, okay, because of all of these events, this is what happened. And yeah. the reason why and this is important is that, you know, if, if you can show that it's really, really difficult for somebody to say, no, it didn't, unless you're in a Monty Python sketch, which again, this is two references that made her laugh, which is good. And, <laughs> you know, you, you want to convince a jury and, uh, and judge, you want to convince them, you have to be able to lay everything out. I'm sorry I interrupted you, Dallin, but go, you know, go right ahead there. Uh, no, no, you're right. And it's, you know, it comes down again to, to reasonable doubt. You know, what they say, if you can prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, then that's the way it is. Yeah. And we know for well that different jurisdictions and different types of litigation have different qualifications and different uh, bars yeah. that you have to pass over, if you'll excuse the expression. I mean, yeah. The, the reason why uh, no. I, I wrote the uh, the reason why I wrote the uh, the the poem the way that I did for for the uh, for the show's open um, 
We've talked about it before, and we'll have to say it again. If you want to change our minds, you can't start with the end. Because it's exactly that. You want to go ahead and say, this is what happened. So, you know, find in our favor. Uh, yeah, you need to kind of go back a little bit and show how this all started and prove that it all worked out the way that you're saying it did, because without all that, mm. well, I think, uh, I think R and raw summed it up best. If you can't show it, then you don't know it. Yep. And what was the one? Oh, since it was, uh, since it was, uh, Sagan day, if I remember it, we just passed up. Um, who remembers what Sagan's expression was? Actually, I think I have that on a shirt. Uh, okay. I know the second part of that. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Exactly right. And it's, it, it's true. You want, my you want favorite to- is Richard Feynman. If it disagrees with experiment, it's wrong. Yeah. And boy, have I, I've seen some stuff recently. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a, uh, a social network called Minds. I'll leave the jokes out of it. No, I've, this is one I've not heard of before. Okay. It's, again, it's one of these, you know, places they, they talk about how they advocate for, they believe in free speech. They don't censor um, all of that stuff. And okay, you know, kudos to them for, for trying to pull that off. But so I got on there, uh, well, largely because uh, um, Tim Pool's on there as, as a featured person. He's a journalist that I follow on YouTube. Okay. Does, does a lot of objective stuff. He's also, um, he helped launch uh, a place called Subverse News, which I've talked about before. However, he's not he has really no power in it. Uh, he just helped get it started, but they've got their own teams and oh my God, some of the stuff I've seen them do. They know, you know, we used to talk about boots on the ground journalism. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching several episodes. I agree with you a hundred percent. Did you see, did you see this stuff from Hong Kong? Yes. yes. They had they had boots on the ground filming at the Hong Kong riots. And um one of their head people, Emily Molly, she was the one that went. Uh she actually she was injured. She mm-hmm. received like chemical burns and stuff. Uh just no, just collateral damage. Yeah. But but yeah, they were done up by the blue water. Yeah. And a bunch of other stuff. That had like cost of chemicals in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, but back to my point. So I've subscribed to a few other, um, people on there just to, you know, to, to see. And, oh my God. Some of the conspiracy nuts on that channel or on that website are unbelievable. Like, Welcome to Facebook part two. Well, you remember, okay. A few weeks ago, we had that one nut bar in here that you, you just kept, he just kept trolling and saying, you know, like, Oh, there's evidence of this. You just have to Google it. And we're just like, okay, show me the sites. Remember that guy? 
uh, you'd have to be a little bit more specific than that, but I know what you're talking oh, about. Okay, I'm casting a pretty I, wide net here because I, I know we had a couple of them. We've so. we've, we've had and and let's let's be fair, we've we've dealt with it on the show several times before in the past. We've dealt with it in other social media, and mm -hmm. Lord knows, Heretic Woman had bunches of them just stacked up, waiting to go on palaces. As far as I knew. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, but anyways, no, just a lot of these sets I'm seeing, like they talk about, you know, a conspiracy from, you know, the, the, the Jews that run the banks that run the world or yeah. the corporatists or, um, Osama bin Laden is a CIA plant and well, or, or stuff like that. And I usually just skip over it because, you know, a lot of like, you can usually tell in the first sentence that these guys are insane or they're trying to just troll for attention. But there's so many people out there that just, they, they just go for this stuff. And, you know, and, and this is where I've kind of had my problems with, um, well, I wouldn't say problems, but I just kind of shake my head at a lot of these, you know, well, sunshine, sunshine is the greatest cure for all this stuff. And it would be if everybody just thought, <laughs> you know, a, a, again, kind of, kind of borrowing from Joseph's uh, usual line, you know, about if people just thought more critically, yeah, that, that sounds great on paper, but there's a lot of people out there that they, they'll look at this stuff and be like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. These guys are right. You know, it all is a big conspiracy. The, the the big the big companies are taking over and blah blah blah. Well, the sad part of it is the the whole well, big companies taking over. I mean, there's there is something to that one. Uh, yeah. I mean, there my opening that. my opening talked through mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. a good portion of that, which is um, freaking annoying to put it mildly, but be that as it may. Um, <sighs> see the the problem with this whole damn thing is. Uh, we end up with these people, and again, we've dealt with them time and again. They don't want to listen to reason. They don't want to listen to the logic. They don't want to listen to the facts. They don't want to see the domino rally that happens with all of these pieces that show, hey, um, you may not like it, but um, I'm kind of right about this because, uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of showing my work here. So boom, 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 boom. Here is everything and it all fits and it all matches and it's actually verified several different ways. Um, why won't you listen to reason? Here's the problem. The people that want to remain willfully ignorant. And there is a subclass of people who are like this. Um, and I may be painting with a exceptionally large brush for the moment, but, um, those that like to wear themselves the red hats, by the way, those of you that have kind of wondered, why do I wear this blue hat all the time? Yeah. Cause it's diametrically opposed because the, the red and blue lasers with, you know, GI Joe and everything, at least with mine, my colors got something good to it, you know? Cancer research? I mean, seriously, think about it. But the the the, the thing that I've kind of 
thought about is these people who want to remain willfully ignorant and want to strut around like a peacock because they think they're all a hot shit. What do we do? Do we simply mute them? Do we simply block them? Do we simply let them go to have their own, their own little bubble that's going to go ahead and amplify everything that they've got at the risk of effectively doing the same damn thing to ourselves? And is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Because some of us don't want to put up with it and some of us find it sport. I have a different recommendation than all of that. I thought you were about to say, I've got a dickish ear. Dickish, dickish, dick. No, my recommendation is to make an example out of them. Oh, don't I See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I'm wrong and you can demonstrate I'm wrong, I admit I'm wrong and then I'm forced to change. Very simple. And if you come across somebody who is wrong, you've demonstrated that they're wrong with the knowledge and reference material that's currently available. And they go, well, I agree to disagree. Then you take the children and you go, look, here is a person who refused to allow their worldview to change based on the facts and the present material present at the time and the knowledge that we have. This is a person who does not want to see the world as is, but only in a way that they are able to cope with. Therefore, something is wrong. They might have been raised to see the world in only one way. They might have a lack of education and understanding and are unable to see the world as it is. They may be not comfortable with the world. They may have different belief systems that forbid them from seeing the world in as it exists. And you teach the younger generations to see what's going on with the generations that are willfully ignorant and the possible reasons. And if you can identify the reasons why a person's willfully ignorant, like Pat Robertson, he's willfully ignorant of a lot of things due to the fact that it's a combination of religion and money. And he's a prime example. So why not both? There you go. Exactly. Um, Trump. Trump is a businessman. Whether he's good or not is immaterial. He's not a politician. So you have an example of somebody who is a businessman who's used to doing things his way and used to getting things done his way and hearing the answers he wants to hear and having people cater to him. And what you see is happening in our presidency is an example of when you take somebody who is like that and put them and give them that sort of power. And it becomes a teaching, a lesson. You have to teach the younger generations. That way, as they, this goes back to our other show where you were talking about you're worried about the education of children. If we can give them a better education, if we can give them a better understanding of the reality around us, then they will grow up and make better decisions, be more likely to go, I may not like the answer, but that's the reality of the world around us. Maybe there's something I can do to change it, and if I can't change it now, maybe it's something we can keep our eye on and change later for the better, rather than I agree to disagree. 
just my two cents. I could be wrong, you know. No, it's, and it's, I'm willing to be proven wrong if somebody can prove me wrong. No, it's okay. You know, and the the thing is, there are so many times that I've seen and had to experience somebody who has just gone ahead and, well, let's just agree to disagree when we're talking about objective facts. And I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know where to go with Okay, here, here's here's an item. Again, that when when you're talking about somebody like that, who is refusing to look at when you say two plus two equals four, and they go, "Well, I agree to disagree," and go, "Really? On on the bounds of what are you disagreeing that where two plus two equals four? And if they can't, and they say, "Well, I just disagree with that," it's like, okay, that's a willfully ignorant person. This person now needs to be used as an example of somebody who looks at two plus two equals four. And disagrees with it for no logical reason that's been given, and that affects the worldview around them. This person is more than likely going to be prone to not making wise decisions. Children, come see this person. This is something that you're going to have to deal with. How do we deal with people like this? You in the back, you know, and let the children come up with ideas, because children come up with good ideas. Maybe the person needs to go back to school. Maybe the person needs a better education that they didn't get a chance to receive as a child. You know, well, do we have programs where they can go back to school? Maybe. Depends on what state they're in, what the current politics are, and all the other shit. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me throw one past you. And, uh, and you guys have a little bit of fun with this one. I would assume that you guys have got a basic understanding of chemistry. And uh, mm-hmm. for for those of you that I do. a little bit, okay, okay, uh, I'm also going to have to possibly explain a little bit of electrical theory, only just a little bit. The problem is it's it's not going to be very far. You're not going to become an electrician after listening. Don't take electrical advice from a podcast, other than <laughs> um, there there never touch the ground. Well, I, I was I was going to say there's over 600 volts in the in in the in 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 the third rail, so you don't want to be touching that. But it's not the volts that'll get you; it's the amps. How many amps are there in the third rail? Enough to push a train. So keep that in mind for later. And, and, and I can tell you, even though it's a <laughs> podcast, uh, from personal experience, never stick a penny in a light socket. Don't do that. No, don't don't do that ever. I, not a good idea. Well, Ever. I mean, I, there's, there's either, you know, one of these pennies or, you know, you could, you could use one of these, which is, uh, from the, uh, from the Buffalo zoo. It's, it's a little, um, it's a little off no, now because no, I mean, no, don't, don't, don't give them right. ideas. Okay. Okay. That might. It's a bad thing. Okay. It's so, a bad thing. Okay. Fair enough. So here's, here's the deal. Some people might be familiar with the term anode and cathode. And in this case, I know some people would think cathode. Oh, wait a minute. CRT, cathode ray tube. Okay, a little bit different. Cathode and anode are the technical terms for a positive plate and a negative plate as far as two electrical charges concerned, which is which I don't remember off the top of my head. That part is immaterial. If you were to take an anode plate and a cathode plate 
and put them into water and then run an electrical current through them, you will start to separate the ions of oxygen and hydrogen and hydrogen. Because remember, H2O, you will start to bubble out one area that's got oxygen and another that's got hydrogen. This has been proven. This has been shown. And it is dependent as to which plate is which, because the positive plate will pull one out of the water, the negative plate will pull the other. And these have been experimented on. And, and, and the easiest way to remember how they flow is alphabetical order. They flow from the anode to the cathode. Now, which which polarity that is, I don't remember off the top of my head, but... Cathode is positive. Okay. If you think of positive being right-handed, negative left-handed, in alphabetical order, there you go. Okay. You go from your anode to cathode. You all. Re- th- this is how I learned it, and okay. our teachers tried to give us mnemonic pictures and things to remember. No worries. So here's the deal. We know full well... This is this is something that has been done for several hundred years, and it's been tested, been proven, and and shown to be the case. Um, and I'm I'm very much hoping that nobody uh, dope slaps themselves really really hard and doesn't slam their forehead into the desk for this one. I found out earlier tonight, thanks to the nice folks over there at the Merseyside Skeptics Group, that. The flat earthers do not believe that that is oxygen and hydrogen that is separating out of the water. So what is it? What is it? (laughs) Because water is water and air is air. And all you're doing is releasing the air because it dissolves in water the same way that water vapor dissolves into air. So how do you know that it's oxygen and hydrogen? Because if you introduce fire to prove that it boom and turns into water again, well, you've just added fire into water and air and well, See, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand these people. And by the way, I need to issue a correction. The anode is the positive, but it, it takes the, it attracts the negative charge, whereas the cathode is positive and it attracts or negative, and it attracts the positive charge. Well, cats are always <laughs> negative. Apologies. Have you ever had one? I don't think that I really want you to be personally targeted with this line of um, questioning there, Dallin. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna stop I, you right there. I, 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 I'm I'm sorry. The mnemonic was the positive charge flows in alphabetical order. Therefore, yeah. the cathode would have to be negative. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. But see, this is this is the thing. This is an experiment that, if I remember correctly, goes back to the, I want to say the late 1700s, I think. I forgot and I didn't Isn't look it up. Is that part of how we do electroplating now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's exactly I right. I was watching a guy do that to restore a lighter. It was really cool. Oh, sweet. And the Egyptians were doing that thousands of years ago. They actually showed... I, re- I remember watching a show where they actually they found what looked like a Didn't device. They figure out how to make batteries? Yep. Yeah. Sort of. That, well, that's, yeah. that's my point. Sort of. They, yeah. were, they did that, and it looked like it was like just grapes. They were using oh. the citric acid from oh. grapes to and the guy actually showed with this device it, it i think it held like a half volt charge but it was enough to electroplate a piece of metal to look like it was made of gold and this was using an egyptian style device that was several thousand years old in terms of technology yep if i remember right it was uh, the egyptians and the persians they they had uh, similar things and it doesn't have to hold a lot of electrical charge it has to have just enough to overcome the 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 bond in order to have the the attraction happen for it and mm-hmm. it worked of course i'm also thinking back to the mythbusters and the b team uh almost killing um adam savage that was brilliant you know, <laughs> honestly, when you just talked about that, Shujin, about the uh, the guy saying that water is water and air is air. <laughs> honest to God, I I, saw, I just suddenly saw one of the worst potential college humor skits ever. By your by your by your powers combined, I'm Captain Flat Planet. Uh I don't have well, then, I don't have the luxury of turning off my microphone. To ask you about that, way. so yeah, no, it I just want to mention to, to to anybody who uh, wants to get an idea of how extreme some of these conspiracy things are, like flat earthers and shit. Um, if and you want to do it in a fun way, there is a YouTube channel called Man Shorts, and they do variations, uh, parodies of game uh, Dungeons and Dragons games. Uh, so, like, they'll do Dungeons and Dragons Military Edition, Dungeons and Dragons Florida Edition, which they're on like episode six of that thing. They did a Dungeons and Dragons Conspiracy Edition. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It. They it did sound- two episodes. I hope they do a third. That I was gonna uh, say. It sounds delicious. Oh, it was. I I was giggling like a freaking idiot in the car listening to it. Uh, if I find a link, I'll post it. Yeah. You know, the really scary thing about these guys is you, you go up to them and say, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm taking the diametrically opposing view to you change my mind. And so few of them can't, you know, I think my favorite was there was a, there was a flat earther on Netflix and talking about, um, you know, apparently just because he could, from where he was standing, he could eyeball, he could eyeball the Seattle skyline from where he was just a couple of miles away and decided there that, that because of that, because you didn't have to, be, because he could see it, therefore the earth was flat, you know, to, to which I could say is, okay, buddy, the earth is big. It is very, very, very 
big. You would not believe how incredibly, massively big the Earth is. Yeah. I'm kind of mixing my, my metaphors here. Just uh, Yeah, I know exactly where you were going with that. Um, so what you're doing there, looking just a couple of miles away that, you know, you can see the, you can see the Seattle skyline. You can see that space needle. That's about the same distance of me driving into town from where I live and being able to see the downtown core. You know, am I going to say, Oh, I guess that means, you know, the world's flat. Okay. You know, Alberta might be flat, but again, the earth is huge. The curvature is not something you're going to see so abruptly. Do you see what Stephanie just put? What did Stephanie just put? Let me see what Stephanie just put. How many of those flat earthers have never left their town? Well, apparently if this, if this jackhole lives in Seattle, I, I guess he went a couple of miles out. Probably the furthest he's ever been from home. And, and Stephanie got it, the four elements. Earth is, you know... Air is air, water is water. All they need is fire, earth, and a heart, and you've got Captain Flat Planet. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, what I was I going for. Link. I found the link for the Man Shorts Conspiracy Edition of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. I'll make sure that's in the notes. And and um see the thing if it was, uh the the story that I got that from was when they were talking about some company that wants to uh, do um, what was it? Uh, hydrogen, hydrogen infused water in order to try to, you know, uh, grab free radical oxygens out of your system. So you use their device to separate the oxygen and hydrogen. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Yep. You want to infuse more hydrogen mm -hmm. into H2O. Mm -hmm. You know what that potentially creates, right? Why don't we ask our medical expert who would know? <laughs> yeah, Bridget? If you put more hydrogen into water, then you would come up with like H3O or H4O. Okay, no. H3O I've heard of. H4O, that's a new one. Uh, it'd be more like H4O2, but, or something. Yeah, because H3O has another, has two other names. Tritium. Hydrogen hydrate? No. I'm talking about heavy water. Yeah, well, that's, that's a little bit, that's a little bit tougher to, to generate, you see, because you could otherwise have... Well, by separating out um, some of the hydrogen, you're then left with um, HO. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but HO is also known as, um, well, stuff that wants to bond with a whole bunch of other stuff. Yes, and could create all kinds of not-so-nice things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, carbon likes to bond with other stuff. Yes, but carbon is at least kind of cool about it. OH, yeah. mm, it, 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 it's very grabby. It's very grabby. H is very insecure. And um, 
<laughs> you know, we'll, we'll bond with anything to get attention, regardless of how toxic the relationship ends up being. Yeah, let's not even get started with fluorine on this one. But uh, that's that's later. Oh. That's later. That's later. That's a whole uh, other thing later. Yeah. Anecdote. 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 Talked to my chemistry teacher about that one years ago in high school. Turns out he had an experience with um, that, that particular chemical. Uh, well, no, hydrofluoric acid, HF. Um, he said, not as strong as hydrochloric acid, he says, but a hell of a lot more painful. And apparently he had felt it first. I was going to say firsthand, but it was more first fingered, but. Um, you have to feel sorry for hydrogen though. It just gets so lonely. Yeah. Which is, which is really kind of ironic considering next to stupidity, it's the most common element in the universe. You know, he's got, no, hydrogen's got lots of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Must have a real sort of, I don't know, security issue or something like that. Maybe, you know what? Maybe they're like the cool kids where they don't really show off their emotions to everybody. So, um, you know, they, they think themselves a gigantic gang, but they're dying inside. (laughs) Yeah. Now, uh, somebody, somebody help me out on this one. I'm trying to remember if it's HO or if it's H2O2. Uh, which one of them is otherwise known as uh, hydrogen peroxide? Uh, H2O2 is, uh, is it hydrogen dioxide. Hold on, hold on. Uh... But in any case, um, that's the last I remember not truly healthy to drink, right? I mm-hmm. think peroxide is H2O3, I think. Uh, no, hydrogen peroxide is, uh, formula is H2O2. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, separating the stuff and theoretically boiling it, so, so to speak, boiling it out of solution, shall we say, and then collecting it up on top with the idea of doing what with it? I don't know. But the idea was that, you know, this stuff was supposed to be nice for your body and, and grabbing free radicals afterwards. See, the only problem that I've got with that particular device is that, uh, as, as they pointed out, you know, if, if you take, if you take the, the container and you pop the lid, you you're losing all that stuff unless you're trying to pump everything back into the solution by pressure. But then, um, then all you've got is a solution that's just ready to burst into flame as soon as you put a spark near it, if you're not careful. Um, in which case, why don't you just bubble a whole bunch of carbon into it under pressure? Oh, right. Cause you want that whole, um, free radical oxygen stuff, but flatters don't think that there's oxygen hydrogen water so yeah it's it's all kinds of it's all kinds of weird you know chemistry made me cry well i i can i can understand i can understand i can understand that i had a hell of a time with chemistry Chemistry gets to be really fun after a while when you find out that not only do you have the chemical names for everything, um, for for instance, uh, sulfuric acid is shit. I I used to remember it. I don't remember what the hell it is. 
H2SO4? H2SO4, okay. H2SO4, otherwise known as sulfuric acid. However, for those of you that want to have flashbacks, there is actually a way, a very long scientific way, where you not only read off what each of the items in the chemical makeup is, but in the name that you're reading off, you actually read off the three dimensional structure as you're going along. For anybody that's gone through chemistry to that extent, for those of you that are now screaming in agony, remembering all of this shit and going, fuck you, fuck you, Sujin, fuck you. You're welcome. <laughs> it was just, you know, Halloween not too very long ago. So consider this my way of getting you that you you missed out. So your trick came a little bit late. You're welcome. I am not paying for a trick. I am not under any legal way or my name is Nobody not John. Has to pay for a trick. That's how you make a hormone. My <laughs> My name is uh... John and we're not we're not going there. <laughs> so for anybody that, like I said anybody that Go went ahead, through send complaints to 1300 on Wood Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14222. Dial carefully and good luck. No, that is not where we are, but I just have that address memorized. So, you tough shit. Anyway. So, the point, the point that I was trying to get to is we have established facts. Stuff that is simply incontrovertible. Unless somebody wants to go ahead and pull out the whole Monty Python, no, it isn't, routine. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. And like I said, I know that we are not under an obligation to correct these people. Nobody is. Because as we know for well, we are under no obligation to entertain poison in our lives, there's nothing that says that we need to keep it. And in some cases, we don't have too much of a choice other than just to get rid of it because, well, we just need to because who needs that shit? So what do we do? Do we get rid of these people? Do we block them? Do we just not engage when we know full well that they're just screaming lunatics who are completely utterly that shit out of their mind and we could very easily just say look um here are the facts and here's the information i mean it's gotten to the point where I, what i want to do with some of these people is i actually want to say what's the speed of light why do you accept that fact as shown by science but you don't want to believe this fact as shown by science what the hell's the difference Ask him what the speed of darkness is. So help me if anybody says, oh, well, now now we're going to start talking about the reverse flash. So help me, I'm going to find you and I'm going to punch you right in the face. <laughs> that reminds me, is that, is that on the CW network? Does that still exist? Mm -hmm. I don't even know anymore. 
Hell, I found out this week just uh, just when I thought it was over. They've apparently they're doing another season of Arrow, which like didn't oh. the show kind of end last season? They they put a pretty they put a pretty nice point on the end of it, but apparently no, they've got to try to milk it again. I heard what you just did there. What? You know what? You can you can you can you can go ahead and you can scan back later and you can find out. Because I know what you did. Yeah. So yeah. Uh they have no idea what the speed of light is. They do not even understand what light is. Yeah, um, light light is light. It doesn't travel. <laughs> See, the problem with that stuff is that depending as to how far along you want to go with this, we don't really know what light is either. (sighs) Is it a wave? Is it a packet? Is it a solid substance? Is it not? What the hell is it? Is it a ripple in space-time? Is it just a packet of, of, I don't, you know, and 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 I know, I know, I know. Functionally, it is what it is. It's that mother. See, I go through the whole business. See, there it is. I don't want to do that too long in my, in my camera because bad things happen to the camera. If you do that, at least it used to be once upon a time ago. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. You know, I don't know what to do with these people. I really don't. And, there there are a handful of people that I have dealt with on too damned many occasions. As a matter of fact, I'm going to see, uh, I, I might see if I can get um, somebody to join us about, uh, to kind of semi-talk about this, but that's all other thing later. And uh, Stephanie, Stephanie says, and this to me is, is kind of beautiful and part of the reason why our show has been going on. By the way, I just ran the numbers uh, just a couple of minutes ago, Dallin. Five mm-hmm. and a half years. Wow. Five and a half years now. I'll 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 explain this to, to everybody in a couple of seconds. But Stephanie just said, yes, Shujin, but we understand our ignorance. And that right there is the biggest problem of the whole damn thing, isn't it? That we understand and appreciate and are willing to look outside of ourselves to realize, you know what? We've we've got things that we actually don't know, and that's okay. God, I'm quoting from Saturday Night Live now, aren't I? You know, I wouldn't feel so bad about that, because you, you know what? If if a if a comedy show, and I use that term loosely, uh is able to come up with something that profound and actually have it make sense. It kind of tells you a little bit about the world as we know it. Well, let's face it. I mean, we had, uh, we had the Colbert report, sorry, the Colbert report, whatever the hell, how it was. And it made sense by using ridicule, and sarcasm. 
most well, and even and even before Colbert, you had John Stewart, you've had Johnny Carson uh, for crying out loud. Yeah, who, who was uh, great at it? Who was great? What's at his it? nuts from from last week tonight? Um, John Oliver. You know, what I mean, and this Mercer, is the guy that tried to start his own. Minutes. He tried to start his own religion. Yeah, uh, Rick Mercer, twenty-two minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. Hell, not necessarily the news. Um, Royal Canadian Air Force. I mean, it's it's it's. It, <laughs> I'm 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 pretty sure we had a couple of guys in in ancient Greece and Rome. So you know, well, especially given the the, the list that we went through last night about you know ancient pranksters. Yes, yeah, true. Although their stuff was kind of extreme. Well, for the time, yeah, but I mean, well, like like the one where they would you know sneak like big cats into a person's bedroom. Yeah, like oh, okay, look. Waking up snuggled up next to a tiger, I personally would not mind. Well, so long, no, so long. There, there's a caveat here. So long as it, as its first move is not to try to eat my face off. That's fair. That's fair. The uh, the list that. Dallin's making reference to there was uh, I forget who the hell it was. He was uh, a a Roman. Yeah, emperor? it was in Rome. Yeah, Roman emperor, a kid, really, who was uh, such a dick that he pranked some people who would stay over at his place because they got too drunk by um, putting trained and tamed very large feline animals in in their bedrooms with them because. How funny is that to hear first thing in the morning, people screaming and yelling because they think they're going to get their faces numbed off. And as usual, it's all fun and games until somebody got bit by an asp. Well, actually, I was about to say, yeah, it's probably funny for the guy who did it. Probably not so fun for the servants who had to clean up the bed sheets afterwards because. that Enough there. Enough there. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that can't figure it out, you're on your own. Kids. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, try to imagine a, a middle school kid with absolute power and authority. Yeah. Oh, and for anybody that's wondering what happened to him, yeah, they tried to scrub all knowledge of him uh, out of the history books entirely. Yeah, he, he was executed and completely person on grata. Yeah, and they replace him with his uh, cousin. Yeah, yeah. Because sure, why not? Yeah. You know, the, these days, you know, you can get unpersoned on the internet, but yeah, but that's all at the very least, at least you still get to keep your head. That's true. In most cases, that's true. And if anybody wants us to go ahead and tell you who the hell it was, uh, sorry, no, we we tried pronouncing the name last night, and oh yeah, yeah, that was no, uh, it, bad. Just, Bad. There was a whole lot of Schlegelhofen going on. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> this isn't going to have it happen. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, you know, we, we we keep sidetracking, and, and a good portion of that is my fault, but really, what do we do? I mean, I, I don't want to be... I don't want to be the person accused of, well, 
maybe what you just need to do there, Shu, is just stay in your little pristine bubble and not be talking to people because rabble, 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 rabble. I really, I really don't want to be dealing with that. But why do I get the funny feeling that maybe that's just going to have to be the cost of doing business where we don't want to do business with these people because of tools. Well, if you don't want to do business with the people, you'll have to claim a religious exemption. See, uh, I, I was afraid. I was afraid you were going to do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, uh, yeah, I, I am because we've got we've got some more of these goddamn religious exemptions that are going up the freaking courts again. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember whether or not SCOTUS is going to be. No, they are looking at one. So yeah, I've got that to look forward to in the future. So, freaking yeah. Now you see, my big thing is okay. Look, you you want to believe in all of this stuff. Um, okay. You know, I'm not gonna, I most likely am not gonna, gonna harsh on you because I know for a fact that you're an idiot and there's probably very little I can say, you know, with, even with a mountain of facts on my side, there's probably very little to nothing that I can say that is going to change your mind. And you know what, if you want to live in that delusion, that's fine because you're most likely one of the few people in the world that I would really even want to associate with. So now that I know that you are a complete, you know, tool 60 Hertz ground hum for a brain activity moron. Ooh, that was a good one. <clears throat> that was, that was creative. Well done. Thank you. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you do not hold my interest. Therefore, I'm wasting a, a you know, I'm wasting precious seconds of my life, even considering your existence at this point. Maybe I'm sounding a little vain, a little conceited, maybe a little arrogant. You know what? Fuck it. However, if you're one of these people who is in a position to enact policy. To create a law, to make legislation based on this harebrained assholery, uh, to quote a comedian that I've come to know and love for many years, now you've stepped in it. And this is where I think a lot of people need to really start shifting their focus. And... You know, look, look at our favorite uh, poster boy for, um, God, he, he's almost an old PCS at this point. Uh, good old Mikey boy. Bridges' favorite politician. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. You know, there's he's on video talking about, you know, well, evolution is just a theory. Okay, Mr. Vice President, park it. Stifle. Because No, because it is time. That is a person. That needs a fact bomb dropped on him. I'm talking a 60, you know, I'm talking a 60 megaton, you know, nuclear bomb of truth. And well, no, sorry, not truth. My mistake. Facts. Yeah, but that's the problem. We're dealing with the people who, even when the flash goes off in front of their face, 
which actually come to think of it, I would love to get some more. I would love to get some flash cubes and a 110 camera just so I could do that to people once again. Oh, that was so much fun to be able to do. They still won't even acknowledge it because they've just got, it's not even the God classes for stuff like that. It's just a wall. It is just a figurative wall across their face. They might as well just have a the the Japanese uh, uh, the Japanese sunglasses where it looks like a sensor bar across their eyes. You know. Jeez, that'd get us in context just to wear a pair of those. Anyways, um, well, I'll, you're I'll right. look around. I'll see if I can find them. I'm pretty sure I can. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure I know. But, later, later. But, but but like that's the that's the thing is that you've got these people that they're so bloody indoctrinated. And unfortunately, you know, all you can say about Pence is, well, he's old. He, he's going to die someday, although he's well, probably got pretty good medical coverage because, I well. Got, I, I, I got a bad news for you. I'm pretty sure you will, too. Yeah. But it, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm quite certain. Yeah. About Bridget, you, you back me up on this one. I'm pretty sure Dallin's going to die, right? Yeah, but yeah. Pence is older, so well, okay. He's yeah. yeah, he's he's older. That doesn't necessarily mean he's healthier. Let's let's be real here. Well, I mean, he he does have American medical coverage, so <sighs> well, no, he's got private insurance, and he's also got the money to afford it, so he's fine. Yeah, you know, he and he can he can fly up here and get medical coverage because well, oh, you know. let's let's not even let's not even get started on that shit. Yeah, but anyways. That's, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But, and I, I actually just talked my way out of my own argument here because my first thought was, you know, go after the people who are, who, who can make these policies. But the trouble is by the time they're in that position, they're so fully indoctrinated, you'll never change their mind. So then you gotta, you know, you, you gotta do what the religious people do and you gotta get them while they're young. You got, you got to be the, the, well, the parents have to be open-minded, but at the same time have to be able to tell their kid, look, uh, junior, I, I know you've been reading a lot of this stuff on the internet about the earth being flat, but you know, here, I'm going to put you into this catapult and I'm going to send you up a couple of three miles with a parachute and you tell me what you see. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, but do you see what I'm getting at? Is that so many parents just don't take the time to build that foundation that they all used to. Like we, we can talk about it, Shujin, you and me and Bridget to, to most extent. And I guess even tech too, you know, mm. my, my parents were, gu were, were guides for me. They were mentors. They were, they encouraged me to think, but they also showed me that, okay, I'm glad you're thinking, but you're not going to be able to fly off that cliff. I don't care how many kites you have strapped to your arm, which actually did happen to a guy I knew and he broke his arm doing it. Oh. Um, <laughs> the guy was an idiot. I grew up with a lot of idiots, but anyways, so the, the, while they tried to guide me on, 
you know, the path that they knew, they also didn't just restrict me to that path and let me sort of branch out my own ways, you know, and, and like take what was there, take the world as it was, take how I fit in that world and just wrap that into how I walk through the world. You know, at, at the very least they did that. A lot of parents don't. Parents are either very rigid, like you will go to my church, you will do this, you will bend over for that uh, Catholic priest, and we're not going to look away because, you know, that's what happened to me. You know, some of these priests are pretty damn old. It's kind of scary. And others are just like, and others are like, eh, just go look it up on the internet. I'm too busy watching my sitcom or my soap opera or something. You know, and and honestly, these are the, these are why you see these things on Facebook from people. Is just that either your parents were either they smacked you around if you asked a question, or they didn't even bother to answer any questions you had and just let you go loose on the internet. And this is why this is why you're one of Shujin's special friends on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let me see. I was, I was looking up a little bit of, uh, information because, uh, because reasons, uh, mm. and, uh, I, I did find the, I did find the listing for, uh, the March 25th, 2018, uh, manned steam powered rocket flight by mad Mike Hughes. You remember, you remember oh, him? God, I remember reading about that. Yep. Got to a height of, uh. 572 meters. 1875 feet. He got, uh, he didn't even break 600 meters. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain in a second. Um, I, I just, part of it is I just want to hear, uh, I just want to hear Bridget laugh at uh, some of these because I found the statistics of his rocket. It was based off of a faulty water heater that he bought off of Craigslist (laughs) for $325. Oh my God. Um, Okay. It was supposed to heat the water to 400 degrees Fahrenheit or 200 degrees Celsius. Uh, Let's see. He paid $50 for the nose cone of the rocket. Uh, yeah, the, the semi truck that he was using as a launching platform was gifted to him. Um, nobody knows where that nose comb came from or what its original intent was, but he modified it to work with his rocket. Um, so yeah, now Here's, here's, here's where I'm going. And some people are going to understand this reference and some people are probably going to have to look it up later. (laughs) Is that arguably the most Kerbal thing you've heard this week or not? Okay. You went Kerbal. I went Mythbusters. Yeah. (laughs) I I would go Mythbusters as well. 
Well, well, no, just because I saw them do something with a water heater on Mythbusters. Oh, they were doing explosion, exploding water heaters. Oh no, no, damage they, it would cause, and they tech. actually launched one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. The one where they were thinking that, hey, we could use a, a, a we could use an exp- a, a rocket powered sort of water heater to escape from jail, and the poor dummy. Given the injuries that poor thing suffered, yeah, it, it no. So yeah, as soon as you said like water, you know, just that's why I started laughing. It's just because you've got to yeah, be was, shitting. You, you got to be kidding me. That that MythBusters episode gave me a new respect for water heaters. <laughs> I, I'm very glad that wherever the water heaters are in the complex I live in, they're nowhere near my my place. <clears throat> Although I did used to work in a place that had two five-story boilers. And if you ever heard if you ever heard the alarm bell ring six times, drop everything and run is all they told me. Um folks. Yes. I found what I was looking for. Um, a new waifu? No. Let me, let me, uh, I need to pull back up the, uh, hold on. Steam rocket. Okay. He launched himself to, where was it? Here we go. Launched himself to 572 meters. I found the statistics for the Mythbusters launch from their, uh, from their, uh, overpressured, uh, yeah, yeah. water heater time of flight for the, for the Mythbusters time of flight, 11.8 seconds. Wow. Launch speed, 234 miles per hour. Speed on impact with the ground after it was coming back. So terminal velocity back 700, sorry, 76 miles per hour. Sorry, sorry. <sighs> Maximum height, 167 meters. On its own, 167 okay. meters. He managed to go five times higher than that, roughly. Roughly four four times higher than that. Okay. Um. So the idea that he basically lit himself up on top of a water powered Roman candle. Okay, you know what? Congratulations. I don't know why you would ever do that. Considering the possibility of the whole damn thing just going, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Boom. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty know. sure he didn't have very much between his ass and the backside of that water heater as far as to, you know, dampening. I, I don't think you understand. This is a guy who supposedly doesn't believe in science and, right, and, <laughs> in 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 a way claimed that rocket science wasn't science. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not surprised. 
I'm just surprised he lived. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 with you on this one. He did he he came away sore and with a compressed vertebra, but you know, he he lived. Probably going to be in probably going to be in some amount of discomfort and pain for the rest of whatever, but you know, whatever. I should come to think of it. How, how now, old now, is Here's he? where I'll give this guy credit. I'll give this guy credit for one thing. He put his money where his mouth was. He went and he tried to get it done. Yeah. There, how many that. of them say the earth is flat? And then just when they hear evidence contrary to their belief, they just go, eh, agree to disagree and walk away. This guy went, the earth is flat, and I'm going to prove it. And he went out and he tried. Yeah. So I give him some, I give him some respect for trying to prove his hypothesis. And by the way, dude, that doesn't believe in science. Guess what? We call that the scientific method. Have a nice day. Ooh, mic drop. Let's see the uh, Seattle Space Needle. Um, let me see. Is uh, 184 meters tall. Well, I thought it would have been a little bit taller than that. Huh. Well, go fig that. Let's see what would. Oh, I know. The Empire State Building, because the Empire State Building was originally supposed to have been uh, a terminal for Zeppelins to come through and dock in New York City. That's what the spire up on top was for, so that you could dock your boat, so to speak, and climb down the quarter mile to the ground. Uh, Let me see. Has... uh Wait a second, really? Huh. He actually went higher than the Empire State Building. Wow. You know what? I give this guy credit. He's an idiot. But I give him credit. Because, uh, as, uh, as Felix also pointed out, going up is not where the problem lies. It's the sudden stop coming back down. Ain't that the mm. case? But you know what? You're right. He did his own experimentation. And, uh, you know, um, there are a lot of scientists that had to learn the hard way that you really shouldn't experiment on yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are a couple of people in the medical community that, uh, that, that did that once upon a time ago. Probably wasn't such a good idea. Yeah, uh, you should never be your own doctor. And just and just remember, I, I think we learned in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that flying is merely the act of throwing yourself at the ground and missing. It's true. It's true. It's it's exactly true. Remember that, kids. Flying is optional. Landing is mandatory. It depends. If you're not cleared to land, you need to keep flying. Um, I'm pretty sure gravitational attraction overrides any air traffic controller at a certain it point. It may not override a surface-to-air missile, though. 
Hmm. No, then you will still land. It's just that it will take longer for all the pieces to land. That's all. It's quite possible most of the pieces will never land. That's what happened to Peter Pan. He got hit by a surface-to-air interceptor. He went to Neverland. <laughs> but uh, oh. <laughs> I made a dad joke. No, you didn't. That involved the murder of Peter Pan. No, you didn't. It would have had to have been funny for it to have been a joke. So, no, they didn't. Oh, burn. You're welcome. ACA no longer takes care of that. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> whoa, wait, 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 um, I'm sorry. That's a burn. I, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a. Oh. Okay. Your insurance doesn't cover burn treatment anymore. Okay. Thanks, Trump. It's self-inflicted. Thanks, Trump. God, remember the good old days where we used to have a president that could actually hold a giant chocolate chip cookie and try to dunk it in a glass of milk and it wouldn't work? And thanks, Obama. Remember those days? That was, that those was were, funny. Those were good days. That's why you break the cookie in half. I use logic. Yeah. But the video was funny. It, it was. It yes, was. It I was. miss having a president with, with a sense of humor. I miss having a president with a sense of decorum. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I miss right. having and, a president. Intelligence. Yes, I miss have, having a president. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to remind myself, not the topic right now. Um, You know, something tells me that uh, we're going to end up uh, closing up shop a little bit early, because I'm, I may be a little bit, uh, I may be a little bit uh, tuckered with you guys, because I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm fading through. a little bit. Yeah. How about how about we see? <clears throat> Is there anything that, I mean, that you guys want to specifically hit? Because, uh, guys, forgive me. Oh, and and Felis. You know what? I'm I'm going to use that as part of my out uh, in a second. Uh, is there anything that you guys figure that I should have covered and didn't really at this point with it all? Well, I think at this point, when it comes to the whole change my mind, like yeah, right right now it's a meme because you know that guy was out. You know, he was out trying to do what he was doing. You know, um, bionic dance. You know, she, she's out there doing the, um, doing her thing. Yeah. Doing the table, but like also being, you know, you know, uh, God doesn't exist. Change my mind. And I think that's a good, it's a good start, but you know, someone could say the earth is flat, change my mind. And you can barrage them with, you know, every fact in the book short of, well, of course, actually, even if you do launch their ass up into a high enough altitude that they can see the curvature. They then claim that the windows are curved differently or something. Or there is uh, a atmospheric gases that are being pushed into the <sighs> aircraft to change the way that your eye shapes. Or yeah, because chemtrails, you know, so 
really, to me, I, I think a lot of the current generations are lost. I'm sorry. You know, we, we've tried. But if you look at how many people like in our, in our age bracket who have sort of become enlightened, if you will, or who have gone past religion to rationality, we're still, we're growing, but we're still very small. You know, it's going to be getting to the point where the next generation is going to have to be going to have to pick up the torch, but it relies on us who are parenting that generation. Well, and not even us. Because I'll admit, you know, I'm getting up there too, and I don't have any kids. You know, well, my niece, who is eight years younger than me, is happily married, two kids, both of whom I think have graduated high school now. You know, pretty soon they're going to get married and have kids. You know, so it gets to the point where you know, if you are in a young person's life and is thought of as an educator or a wise person or someone that they can go to when they have a question or someone they can debate with when they've decided to make a claim, it's now, it's now that generation's responsibility to, to guide not, not so much to guide, but to, uh, when I say guide, like, uh, again, I'm st- I don't want to sound like it's a rigid path, but it's to get them, get them going in the right direction. Maybe serve as a, as a bumper, uh, or a rail or something, you know, if they start getting a little bit too far off into where common sense would tell you not to go. But, still let them discover things for themselves, but be their rock so that, you know, when someone says, Hey, the earth is flat, change my mind. They can look at it and, and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this once. If it works great, if not, bye-bye because I got my own shit to deal with. And you are now, you are now by the wayside. Screw you. You know, it, we can't save everybody, but we should try to save. We should try to save as many as we can, knowing that we're probably not going to. I guess is what I'm getting at. I'm rambling. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we all are a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. Um, tech Bridget. Anything that uh, either one of you want to go ahead and drop out with that still needs to be said? I don't really have anything other than fuck pants. <laughs> I think I, I kind of was pretty clear before. You've got people who don't want to use rational thought um, or maybe they haven't been taught how or maybe it just bothers them so much that they haven't figured out how to cope with it yet and so they go "Hmm, agree to disagree 
la 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 la, I can't hear you. And if you can't get through to them, use them ex- as an example to, for everybody else around. It's like the Ken Ham and Bill Nye debate. I use that as an ex- I use Ken Ham in that debate as an example of a closed-minded person. And the example comes at the end of the debate. When both gentlemen are asked the question, what would it take to change your mind? Bill Nye very eloquently answered, show me the evidence. Ken Ham demonstrated what a closed mind person would say. And by this, I'm not using it as an insult. I'm saying this is a person who refuses to acknowledge any other thought than their own. And his response was, you cannot. That's it. Fair enough. Um, down the, uh, tend to kind of quietly put a piece of information our way. And uh, I'm actually really impressed with that. That's a, <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's got nothing to do with uh, with the closing I'm going to do in a second, but uh, wow, that's actually a rather impressive number. You want to, you know what? Save 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 it for the close. I'll save it. Yeah, save save it for the close. Um, what I'm going to close with is something that uh, that uh, Felis uh, wrote right near the end of it all, which is, yes, I used to listen to Art Bell. Um, Part of the reason why the show is on at the time that it is, is specifically because of that, because of Art Bell's show, AM Coast to Coast. It was, I can get away with saying was, because to the best of my knowledge, I don't know that it's still on the air. I don't remember offhand. I'm pretty sure that Art Bell himself died several years ago. Uh, Again, how far back, I don't remember, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I got those two pieces of information correct. And I heard the show several times in the... Let's see. I believe I would have started to have heard it in 89. Yeah. 89, 90, 91. When I was driving back and forth every once in a while from Long Island to Fredonia, New York, which is where my wife was going to college, where I had gone to college briefly, that it was. And let me tell you, the idea of working at a bank on a Friday, closing at, let's see, we opened at, uh, let's see, close at five, Came back at, what, six? Stayed open until seven, eight? Go home, change, and then drive overnight. A seven-hour drive at night, all night. And, you know, needing to pause every once in a while. You pull up whatever entertainment you can. And consequently, AM radio is, you know, one of the few things that works. Listen to Art Bell, Coast to Coast, and hearing these people talk about cryptids and Bigfoot 
and aliens and all that stuff. (sighs) It, you know, at first I thought it was just, you know, all kinds of joke stuff. I really did. And then I heard several times because, you know, I, I would, I would do a weekend trip up there and then come back and I hear it several times. And I got to realizing this, this wasn't comedy. This was whatever passes for public news gathering, I guess. These people were completely, you know, completely on the level. They believed it. Whatever the hell it was, they actually believed it. And I couldn't for the life of me understand this. Not not what not whatsoever. It's because of that show. It was because of Coast to Coast AM that I wanted the show on when we're on. It's ungainly, I know, but it is direct competition to that show. 12.05, one minute before a national feed goes on the air on the radio because they have a five-minute block. You, you, you time it sometime. Top of the hour, you have the, you have the time. You have the local station ID. You have a couple of seconds of, you know, local, local piece of information. And then five minutes of national, national news wrap up. And then at the six minute point, they switch over to whatever is the programming for the hour. This show starts one minute before that feed because I think what we do is far and away more important than what they do. And if they're still on the air, good, then I want to beat their ass little, little bit here and there. But if they're not on the air, I don't care. We're still going to be here and we're still going to be doing our thing. And we're just going to still try our best to reach the people Sideline from the people that we really don't want to be dealing with. I'm going to do the best that I can to keep doing what I'm doing. It's annoying. But sometimes we need to be reminding ourselves that we're not talking to the people that don't want to listen. That don't want to change their mind. We're talking to everybody else around them. Like Dallin said, you know, it sucks, but that's what the good cause is supposed to be all about. Getting those other people. If you want to be that type of person too, just remember, it's a thankless job. You're not obligated to do it. Lord knows heretic woman was not obligated to do it for her. It was a true calling and collectively we miss her because man, she was our bulldog and she would not relent. 
I'm not that type of person. You don't have to be either. Just be a good person. Try not to push away the people that need to be learned from us. And when you need a break, you take it. Don't worry about it. I'm realizing at this point that um, I think getting some uh, getting some rest is probably a really good idea. Everybody, as always, thank you very much for being with us. We hope that you had yourself a, a good time with us and you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about for the next week. <clears throat> as always, all you guys over there in the live chat, you know, thank you very much for being with us. We really do appreciate it. So, um, Stephanie, Felis, uh, tripping. I don't know if you're, you, you was tripping earlier, right? Yeah. I don't know if you're still there. It's okay. Um, thank you guys. We do appreciate it. Um, tech, you go get yourself some sleep. Something tells me that, uh, we could all use it <laughs> tonight, man. A little bit. Yeah. This is, this, yeah. this is one of those nights. That's just a little, a little on the weird side. Let me, let me run this a little bit quick. Tech. Just remember, like a mop and a broom, nobody likes a thankless job. And for those of you who get it, remember, Zydrate comes in a little glass file. Right. Somebody's going to have to explain that one to me later. We'll, we'll be off the air. We'll figure it out a little bit. Bridget, thank you. Of course, you have uh, you you have a good sleep. I will. I've been yawning my head off the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Thanks for being able to make by the way um did uh did they finally get into like the the rock and roll hall of fame they get beat by another flautist again who's that i'm, I'm just having fun at rush but, uh, oh no they got in i had Aww. fun at somebody's expense recently and and it was just like yeah i think i've heard of them uh didn't they get beat by a flautist or something i mean oh, yeah. <laughs> i never remember that exchange uh, I'm, I'm a dick that way i'm sorry anyway yeah. So if you want to find me, send me a friend request on Facebook, Bridget Fitch, or find me at the blog, BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com, or find me on Beyond the Trailer Park Monday at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. We're going to be talking about silly Bible stories. So come join us. Appreciate it. Um, by the way, uh, Dallin, just before I get you, uh, Trippin? Um, that is probably one of the, one, one of the, one of the best compliments that, uh, we, we could, we could get here. Seriously, uh, Trippin had said, uh, thanks for giving me a mental escape and keep up the great work. For us, the workmen, we, we're just a bunch of people that kind of think alike on a lot of pieces, but from different ways. But as far as to giving you an escape and giving you some place to, you know, hang your hat on having a, a, a smile for a little bit. You're welcome, man. Aww. You're welcome. And thank you for, you know, thanks for being with us, man. So, uh, Dallin, go ahead and, and, and tell these folks what you did that gave me a mental double take over here. Okay. So, um, as you guys know, I am the curator of the audio version of this show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And I was just doing a couple of quick updates because I kind of slipped a little bit there. Uh, my apologies. Anyways. It gets done. Yeah, I know. It's done. You know that, don't? You know? Yeah, I know. I know. Still, uh, so I was looking at the FTP directory that I'm working on right now, and 
I just came up with a number because uh, I have all of the uh, all of the episodes, like right from, from number one all the way up to last week's. And this is just the audio that you're talking about. This right? is just the audio. Okay. Uh, and each one hovers between one and 200 megs in size per episode for an MP3 file. And that's at, uh, what, 120, uh, 128? Uh, 192, actually. I go for CD. Qu- I thought 128 was... Okay, you know, well, whatever. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, anyways, that directory is clocking in at over 32 gigabytes worth of audio at the show. Although you give the fact that we go between one and two and a half hours per episode, that that's a lot of that's a lot of listening. Yeah. Yeah. So those of you that are doing uh, cross uh, cross country uh, o- over the over the over the hill driving, yeah, sorry, we're putting you to sleep, man. It's really not all right. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but in any case, um. Yeah, thank you for, you know, investing all that time and effort into the whole damn thing, man. I really do appreciate it. No problem. So, yeah, I do that. And then again, for any other uh, random thoughts, whatever, you can catch me over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thanks. So, uh, as I said, if you want to go ahead and check out any of the information that we've got, of course, all of our social links are available at holycrapvlogcast.com. The phone number, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail message at any time, is 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. Please be safe. Um, I have seen some reports that say that we're going to be having some really nippy weather coming up this week, pretty much across the entirety of the you know, across the majority of the continent. So, you know, just be aware, be careful, be safe. Don't be driving stupid. I know it's only a handful of you that listen to me, but you know, whatever. We want you back and we want you back safe. Beyond that, uh, we're just going to go ahead and get on out of here. So thank you. We'll be looking forward to seeing you guys uh, again next week. So as always, until that next time, You'll take care of yourselves, and we'll see you then. I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, too damn many years later, I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.